Our scripture this morning is taken from Habakkuk 3, verses 16 to 19. I heard and my heart pounded. My lips quivered at the sound. Decay crept into my bones and my legs trembled. Yet I will wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights for the director of music on my stringed instruments. We welcome you one more time to Weston Park Baptist Church, and we hope and pray that you are uh, doing well and are in good spirits amidst uh, these challenging times. So we continue to look at the prophets and hope that they will speak to us um, through this week and uh, the weeks to come. Elizabeth Achmeyer, who is a uh, commentator on the Old Testament, a woman actually who doesn't get as much press as she really should, has a statement that says, how do we live in the meantime? How do we live in the in-between time? So here we are in COVID-19, and we are hoping to get through it. We're not there yet, so we are in an in-between time. How do we live in the meantime? Sometimes uh, we can go to uh, being sad, we can uh, become angry, we can become apathetic, distracted, or we try to distract ourselves with other things. Uh, we can do all those things and miss the opportunities that is there for us to read the signs of the times, even as uh, Jesus says. So Heschel puts it in another way. He asks the question, how should I live the life that I am. How should I live the life that I am? So that's the question we're holding, living in the in-between times, living in the meantime. That's the, the word that we have uh, before us. So we're looking at the prophet of Habakkuk, and Habakkuk, again, one of the minor prophets, just because it's a very short book, and it's a word of judgment upon the attackers of Israel. So it's similar to what we saw last week with the lamentation of Jeremiah, it's the same kind of time, but here Habakkuk is speaking a word of judgment upon the invaders, upon the uh, armies of Babylon. And it's meant to be a word of encouragement for um, the people of Israel who are caught up in, in the midst of all that. So chapters one and two, have this word of judgment, and we are picking it up in chapter three. And so the context here is God coming. It's what we call a theophany, where the writer tries to depict God in a way that we can imagine in a, um, in perhaps an apocalyptic manner, very strong manner. And here he is depicted as the divine warrior. So we look at verse three, this is just by way of context. God coming from the east, God coming from the desert, resplendent in light. Habakkuk says the brightness was like sun. Rays came forth from his hand, 
where his power lay hidden. Pestilence and plague are tools that God uses, as we see in verse 5. And then God stops in verse 6. He stopped and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. The eternal mountains were shattered. So God stops and he looks. He sees the situation. And God coming as this divine warrior on behalf of his people. In verses 8 and 9, if you have your Bibles in front of you, we see God's use of the waters again as his tools, which sounds a little bit uh, like the book of Exodus. So God comes as the divine warrior on behalf of his people. And then he comes specifically to his people to save them. And so we see in verse 13, you came forth to save your people, to save your anointed. You crushed the head of the wicked house, laying its bare from foundation to roof. So God comes to save his people, to save his anointed, and he crushes the head of the invader. So this is the context of what we see uh, before we get to the main point of Habakkuk's song that is so uh, well known. So here God as the divine warrior coming to save his people. This is the context. So when we come then to chapter 3, verses 16 to 19, one, we see the prophet himself thinking about this whole situation. And we note that for him, it's a scary time. We hear verse 16, I hear and I tremble within. My lips quiver at the sound. Rottenness enters into my bones and my steps tremble beneath me. I wait quietly for the day of calamity to come upon the people who attack us. So twice the word tremble. I know that God is working on behalf of us, but it's still a scary time. We are in the in-between times. We are there in the meantime. And the prophet feels that. He knows God's coming to save the nation, ultimately. But at the same time, there's apprehension in the spirit of Habakkuk. And so, perhaps for ourselves in COVID-19, there is some element of fear. There's some element of anxiety and fear. We wonder just where we are all going. So there's a need to help each other, to be in community as we wait upon God in these days. So maybe we resonate a little bit with the prophet there. That brings us finally to the song of trust that we know so well. The song reads this way, though the fig tree does not blossom and no fruit is on the vines, though the produce of the olive fails and the fields yield no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold and there is no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will exalt in the God of my salvation. That's the piece that we know so well. And so what the prophet is saying here is he's confident. The crops may fail, it's an agrarian society, there may be complete economic collapse as we are experiencing today, but I have confidence, he says, in God that he will work his purpose in the middle of all of this. So God remains, what Rahner says, his fundamental option. God is my option, I look to him, a lively confidence. So can we have that confidence? Secondly, there's even rejoicing. We see this in verse 18. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exalt in the God of my salvation. 
God is my salvation. I will rejoice in him. He is my savior. I will look to him. In these days of COVID-19, I look to him. And then finally, there is intimacy with God. Beautifully emphasized by the prophet, you'll note the repetition of the first person, me or my. Verses 18 and 19, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exalt in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and makes me tread upon the heights. I have trust in him. I have a relationship with God. I know him. He is my savior. That's the idea that the prophet is speaking. And that makes him, he uses an image, sure-footed like the deer on the height. Not that long ago, a year ago or so, uh, Rob, who's on sound, he and I were in the, are on the island of Saba, diving in that area. And it's interesting, in that, are on that island, there are wild goats. And the wild goats often are living and found on the cliffs. It's a, it's a, it's a volcano, essentially, uh, the island of Saba. And as you travel about the island, you see these goats, sure-footed, walking these crazy paths on the side of the volcanic hub. And so sure-footedness is a characteristic of intimacy with God, that we know that he is there to protect us. He is with us. So that is what this song is saying. Can I rejoice? Can I know that God is with me, with you, in the situation that we face? So what's interesting here? is that Habakkuk's situation has not really changed. I mean, he's still there with the Babylonian armies coming. He's still in that place of being in the meantime, an in-between place. But he's moved from a place of being paralyzed by anxiety and fear to a place of trust and confidence in God in the midst of that. And for you and I today, it's the same. Our situation hasn't changed. We have this service today, but we are still waiting for God to come finally and breathe through this whole country of ours, this world of ours, and load the COVID away. That's our, our hope, our aspiration. We are still in the in-between. So we ask Heschel's a question again, how shall I live the life that I am? How do I live in the midst of this situation that is still real for us? And so, yes, it can be scary. We're still anxious at some level, for sure. But we can have confidence and trust in God. That's what Habakkuk is hoping. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who was in the Nazi prison cells in the Second World War, wrote this while he was in jail. By good powers wonderfully hidden, we await cheerfully come what may. We trust in God. Come what may. So the invitation for us then is to go forward in faith, to go forward in hope. The key verse really in the whole book of Habakkuk is chapter 2, verse 4, which says the righteous live by their faith. That's the whole premise of the book. The righteous live by their faith. And so we are invited to have faith as well, even in these days and go forward. So Paul puts it like this in Ephesians, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, through faith. So the whole piece is faith. Keep our eyes on God in the in-between times. 
living the life that you and I have right now in faith, in trust, depending on who he is. I recently watched the film called Becoming, which is a piece on the book Becoming by Michelle Obama. And it's a film that depicts her journey, really, in the White House. And the film is about their time after um, their experience in the White House. And there's a scene where she is in a church with 10 or 11 uh, African-American older women. And they're sitting in the pews, just like we have right here. And the women are saying to Michelle Obama, hey, you, you will always be our first lady. You were so good. We were so proud of you. And then there was a, the oldest woman of the bunch. She was saying, you know what? You gave us hope. My mama and my papa there, they're gone. They would have been so proud of you. It would have given them hope. And so really, that's what Habakkuk is trying to do. Give us hope. The righteous live by faith. Keep our eyes on God in the in-between times. In the meantime, that's our invitation. May we keep looking to Jesus, who is our rock, who is our savior, in these days, in the meantime. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.